I believe our very lives are a matter of stewardship. The way that we use what we have matters to the one who made us. He intended for us to manage this life and all that comes with it. This is a podcast to connect the dots of all the ways we manage the substance of our lives, from heart work to housework, from relationships to identity, from purpose to desires, wellness, creativity, and everything that makes up our lives. This is a sisterhood centered on Christ. On this podcast, I'll be sharing thoughts and transparent talks on what God is teaching me as I wear these different hats and manage various things just like you do, only differently in my own style for his glory. Listen in. You are listening to episode 47 of the Style and Stewardship podcast. So this week we're talking about something that oh my goodness I I can't even believe kind of how it unfolded it was really (laughs) one of those God things that was just completely undeniable to me and God just spoke this so strongly to my heart through different things through a tv show this is so weird (laughs) um to say that but this past week my husband and I were watching something on the Smithsonian channel And it's called Aerial America. And you may or may not have heard of this, but it's really interesting. It talks about um, all of the different, um, just some of the modern modern marvels like skyscrapers. And it's, you know, get it, the aerial view of different states in the United States of America. And it's really fascinating. So I was like over in the kitchen doing something and my husband turned it on and he was like, oh, babe, it's New York. So I came over there and I'm looking. And then before I know it, I'm sitting down and we're watching this. Had no intention of watching this. I don't even remember what I was doing. But as I sat there and I was watching the show, I learned so, so much. And you know, he would ask me, he's like, oh, have you been there? Have you been there? You know, mind you, he's gone to New York with with me, you know, right after we got married. And I'm from there, obviously. But, um, oh my goodness. I was like, well, no, you don't really do that many touristy things when you live somewhere. <laughs> Tourists do that and you avoid all of those places because New York is already crowded enough. Anyways, so when we were watching this, and I'm link- I already linked it in the show notes. It's um, Aerial America Season 1, Episode 18 on New York. And obviously all the other states are on there. And we're going to watch some other ones. And it was so good. So as they're speaking about how, you know, of course, they talk about the, the towers. Um, and they talk about the skyscrapers and how they came to be. I never thought about this, never questioned it never wondered about it and I was just sucked in because it was so so fascinating so you're probably like what does this have to do with anything I am getting there (laughs) so one of the main things that they spoke about obviously because this was an aerial view so all of the beautiful this the beautiful skyline of New York so the skyscrapers they talked about you know um, 42nd Street, they talked about Central Park, and all of these, you know, beautiful, you know, at night especially, from the aerial view, if you've ever, I don't know if you've ever, like, entered a city or left a city, and you looked out of the um, the window and just saw the sky, you know, just everything lit up, if you've ever caught a red eye, or you've taken a really, really late flight, 
it's beautiful to see. It looks like, you know, just these beautiful dots of light and it's absolutely gorgeous. So what they were talking about on this one was skyscrapers. And I mean, we, we can look at them and we can say, you know, they are basically a modern marble, you know, um, I mean, New York isn't the only one that has them, obviously, but they're basically this, they're, you look at them and they're this engineering feat, you know, they're this modern day marble. And when we talk about how high some of these are, it's truly mind boggling that human beings built these structures and men. So, you know, you look at the Empire State Building when it's lit up and the Chrysler Building and they went on talking about how these skyscrapers were built. And I was totally unfamiliar with this. Maybe you know all about this. I don't know. <laughs> um, I had like a, the tiniest bit of geology in school, so I wasn't aware of this. But they're built on, um, the ones in New York specifically are built on a material called Manhattan Schist. And this S-C-H-I-S-T. And this is a type of, I'll get into that in a second, but even like with our, our human minds and all the things that we're able to do, it still is just, it's amazing to see how, you know, and I'm always talking about, I love how, you know, how things work and, you know, stuff like that. You may be like that too. Um, hopefully this is, I hope you're blessed by this because I was definitely blessed by this. So this was on Sunday and a couple days later, I'm opening up my Bible and I happen upon a scripture and my brain went right back to this Smithsonian Channel aerial view of New York episode. So when I was saying what the skyscrapers are built on, they're built on something called Manhattan Schist, which is bedrock. And I was like, oh, wow. So this morning, as I was reading, I was I had a podcast on something completely different, but I had to do this one. And so I'm just going to read this to you because I just think it's really, really fast, uh, really, really fascinating. So I'm reading from Matthew 7 and I'm going to read 7, 21 through 27. And this is from the Christian Standard Bible, the CSB. This says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my father in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name, drive out demons in your name and do many miracles in your name? Then I will announce to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you lawbreakers. 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain fell, the rivers rose, and the winds blew and pounded that house, yet it didn't collapse because its foundation was on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, the rivers rose, the winds blew and pounded that house, and it collapsed. It collapsed with a great crash. And that's the one that I'm reading from offline. The one that I read in the Bible that I, I, I read every morning is the NLT, which is the New Living Translation. And it translates 
Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on the bedrock, on bedrock. And I just thought, wait a minute, wait a minute. I just learned about bedrock. And I have got to confess to you, I have never thought about bedrock. I've heard it once or twice, never thought anything of it. I've heard, you know, when people dig, they, they'll say, you know, they reached pay dirt, you know, this like really, really hard, you know, material. So as, as I was looking at this, I couldn't help but see, obviously, you know, a picture popped up into my mind. <laughs> and um, are you like that too? It, maybe it's just me. So as I was thinking about these modern day marbles in these amazing structures that we have been able to build by the ability that God has given us to build them. He also gave us the only way that these things would stay founded. And it made me think these skyscrapers are only up and still some of them actually they're so high up that they sway in the air and they have to be engineered very specifically to be able to handle the wind. And I just thought, wow, this is really interesting. So these skyscrapers literally have to be anchored into bedrock. I I felt like I needed to do a pause because (laughs) that's how it felt to me. It felt so deep. So moving along. So I did a little digging, haha, pun. Anyways, <laughs> I literally couldn't help myself. So I did a little digging and I started looking up, okay, well, you know, what about what if an earthquake happens? And this is interesting. This is what it says about, first, I'm going to read to you what bedrock is, then I'll tell you about earthquakes. So this is, um, According to the um, national, uh, I'll put it somewhere. I'll put it in the show notes. So what is bedrock? Bedrock is the hard, solid rock beneath surface materials such as solid, I'm sorry, such as soil and gravel. Bedrock is consolidated rock, meaning it is solid and tightly bound. Overlying material is often unconsolidated rock, which is made of loose particles. Bedrock can extend hundreds of meters below the surface of the earth toward the base of earth's crust. The upper boundary of bedrock is called rockhead. Another interesting thing, one meter is equal to 3.3 feet. So hundreds of meters below the surface of the earth. And I, you know, I thought about, you know, foundations and When I think about foundations, I think, oh, you know, that's just built on something really sturdy. But reading this, I'm going to read the definition of a foundation. So from Merriam-Webster's, it says, usually stone or concrete structure that supports a building from underneath. So the foundation, the part that we typically see or that's laid down is actually laid on top of something else. So in a sense, the foundation is not the foundation. And Jesus says that we're to be founded on the rock. I never thought about this before, never looked at this before, but 
it's it's almost as if everything that we see, you know, we're seeing almost a shallow, you know, when, when we uh, just a sound. Uh, so take take a scratch. Uh, so, <laughs> Can I speak? Take a skyscraper, for example. You know, we think, oh, you know, it's built. Maybe you've never considered it. I really didn't. Honestly, I watched like those home renovation shows and I see they have to like pour concrete and they have to dig a couple of feet. No, no, no. no. This is like goes literally way deeper than that. So we have certain building codes and all of these different things. So even as human beings, structural engineers and and people that are, you know, architects, people that are building things, they recognize that you can't just, you know, put a building up somewhere, you know, dig a certain, you know, amount. And then no geologists come in and they make sure that things can be structurally sound. Engineers come in to see if they can build it in such a way that it will withstand things, but it has to have something to anchor to. And I just thought about, you know, us as, as believers and as, you know, and, and something that's been on my heart has been growing, you know, deeper in my faith, growing deeper in my relationship with Jesus and growing deeper in my walk, maturing, you know what I mean? And I had something completely different and I, I I just couldn't help but look at this and think, oh my goodness, this like so many other things in scripture, I didn't understand because I looked at things so literally or I didn't look at them literally at all. So I was, I was talking about the earthquakes before I was looking at, okay, so, so I started thinking like, okay, you know, what happens when an earthquake happens? And this is what I found online. And it was buildings on solid bedrock, literally shakeless, because seismic waves move faster through hard rock as opposed to soft soil. Larger waves cause stronger shakes. I mean, even look at the structure of this, the fact that the earthquakes do not affect the bedrock as they do the things that are on a shallow ground. And it made me think honestly of like the hard times and the and the difficulties that we face and and you know the quote unquote earthquakes of our lives and the things that shake us up. But when when we are founded, right? When we are founded and anchored into the rock of Jesus, the rock, the bedrock, then we don't feel the impact as things not founded on bedrock will feel or collapse. What it says will happen. You know, it says, um, Matthew seven twenty five says the rain fell, the rivers rose and the winds blew and pounded that house. Yet it didn't collapse because it was founded on the rock. And he tells us how to be founded on him. He tells us that, you know, if we do what he says, you know, and, and I've said this before, like the commandments still matter. <laughs> I don't care what modern day and time, you know, or, or, or if it seems old school or whatever to other people, I don't care. This is the rock. Jesus is the rock. Everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. 
The rain fell. The river rose. The winds blew and pounded that house and it collapsed. It collapsed with a great, with a great crash. It, looking at this whole bedrock <laughs> um, definition and looking at how the skyscrapers, what they're anchored to, could you imagine if one of those fell? And we experienced that. You know, like I was in New York when the towers were hit, you know, I was watching TV and I remember the satellites. I remember watching, you know, the second plane and man, it's still crazy to think about. But look at the damage it did when that building, when those buildings fell. And that to me is a reminder of how solid we need to be in our faith and how solid we need to be in our walk with Jesus because there are going to come so many things from this world from uh, you know from outside of us that are going to attack there's so many things that are, go- that are going to attack what God is building and do you know who the building is and this was another reminder 1 Corinthians 3, 9 says, for we are God's co-workers, you are God's field, God's building. What else does scripture say? It says that we are the temple, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. What, what else does it say about buildings? It says that we are the body of Christ. The church is the bride of of Christ. We're that building. Whether we're in one when we're on when we're Sunday when we're inside the building and when we go out during the week we are the building. We are the hands and the feet. We are the body of Christ. So this is um read a, a little bit more what it says in um this is 1 Corinthians 3:10 and I'll read on um well I just read the part about um I'll just start up here. And this is verse eight. It says, now he who plants and he who waters are one and each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's co-workers. You are God's field, God's building. 10 says, according to God's grace that was given to me, I have laid a foundation as a skilled master builder. This is Paul talking. And another builds on it. But each one is to be careful how he builds on it, for no one can lay any foundation other than what has been laid down. That foundation is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, each one's work will become obvious, for the day will disclose it, because it will be revealed by fire. The fire will test the quality of each one's work. If anyone's work that he has built survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will experience loss, but he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. And then it goes on to say um, in 16, don't you yourselves know that you are God's temple and that the spirit of God lives in you. I mean, wow. It just took on, when I say this took on a whole new meaning, it took on a whole new meaning. So some of the things that I, that, you know, just were on my heart about these things specifically. And now that (laughs) I will never look at that scripture the same way again, um, 
when he talks about, you know, you can lay these different things on this foundation, how we build on the quote unquote rock matters. What we add to our faith matters. How we show our faith and live our lives matters. What we put on top (laughs) of the rock is not to be taken lightly. And then as we were looking at these skyscrapers and as anything that we build, nothing that we build will stand firm without the rock of Christ. Because just as we were talking before, like circumstances are going to come and situations are going to come. Pandemics and literally God only knows what else. And if we are not founded on the rock of Jesus Christ, we have nothing to stand on. Because all other foundations will crumble. And we're seeing it in so many different areas. So the things that God set up and the things that God planned, it matters. And it matters that we remember who we do, what we do for. It matters how we build on this. And I also believe that it matters that we continue to to dig deeper into our faith. So I just wanted to encourage you with that. Remind you that we are co-laborers with Christ. Remind you that we are the building. We are the hands. We are the feet. We are the body. Um, and, you know, just as it says in, in um, I think it's Matthew. No, it's John. Sorry. <laughs> um, John 15. I'm going to read it. It says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. Every branch in me that does not produce fruit, he removes. And he prunes every branch that produces fruit so that it will produce more fruit. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I in you. Just as a branch is unable to produce fruit by itself unless it remains in the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him produces much fruit because you can do nothing without me. I mean, he goes on and on and on. And he <laughs> I don't say it like I don't, I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way, but I just feel like he's really pressing and impressing on, upon us the need to be connected to him. So I hope this encourages you to get deeper in your faith, deeper in your walk with him. And there's no way that you can serve God without knowing what he what he says. I mean, as far as doing what he's called us to do. And it says that that's how we remain and we abide in him. If we keep his word, if we keep his word, if we do what it says. That's how we abide in Christ. And there's just one of those reminders that God has so much more for us. If we just set our hearts to looking and opening our eyes to what he's trying to show us in our lives and just the everyday things, there's no such thing as a a person who has it all together. There's no such thing as, you know, as Christians, we don't arrive, you know, oh, 
we can sit back and we can kick our feet back. You know, there's a script, there's a parable about that too, you know, about the rich man who's like, oh, I'll just build a bigger barn and I'll kick back and I'll relax, you know. And and there's a scripture um, that talks about, you know, he, he basically says like, woe to you who says tomorrow I'm going to go and, and sell here and do business here when he's saying like, you don't, you don't even know if you have tomorrow, like your, your soul may be required, and we make these plans and, and we do all of these things and we're living in this world. And I just want to remind you, as I've been reminded, that there are no firm foundations but God. Like Jesus is it and he's more than enough. He literally holds this world together. You know, it's by his mercies that we are not consumed. And you are made with a purpose and it's not just so you can live a fabulous life and it's not just so I can live a fabulous life we have blessings for sure however and my, my husband actually said this to me and it was um I think it was in Proverbs I'll try to find that and it's um was it in Proverbs or Psalms I'm sorry we <laughs> I don't remember but um he he was he was saying you know you know don't don't give me so much that I'll forget you and don't give me so little that I'll rob and steal and it's just this the fact that it's God that sustains us and he, he knows how much we can handle as far as the gifts that he gives us you know we can read that in the parable of the talents he gave to each one according to, to their ability, you know, and I'm not trying to go off on a tangent, so I'm going to bring it back here. But I just wanted to remind you, as I'm reminded, you know, we've got to go deeper. We have to mature, but it is an intentional decision. It's an intentional um, choice to do that. Our faith can't, you know, just reside on the surface level stuff. You know, it has to go deeper. It has to, you know, get deep roots, you know. And knowing that Jesus is the rock and he's the bedrock, it just, it changed how I looked at that scripture. And it made me look at so many other scriptures differently. Um, years and years ago, and I'm, I'm going to leave you with this. Years and years ago, I, I read um, a book that I got a second hand, and I, oh my goodness, I need to buy it again. It's called a, Sh- a Shepherd's Look at Psalm 23, and I didn't understand the whole, you know, comparing us to sheep thing until I read that book. It's a really short book. I would encourage you to read it because there's so much in Scripture that if we don't know, it's because we we haven't asked, and if we don't know sometimes it's because we didn't think to look or we didn't care to. So I just want to encourage you to dig deeper um, so that we can, so that you can um, mature in your walk with God. And that is my heart and, and that is what I want to do. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. I hope you got something from this <laughs> um, because I thought it was fascinating and if this was encouraging to you, please be sure to share it with someone. Um, if this is, you know, if this podcast is impacting you in any way, I would love for you to just pray. Just pray.
pray for this podcast and pray for me as I am doing it because I do not want to, um, I don't want to mess this up (laughs) and I want to steward it well. So I hope you're encouraged until next time your life matters. What you do with it matters. So what will you steward well?